Locked On Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, Eagles fans, to another edition of your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. It's Locked On Eagles, as always, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Louis DiBiase. He's Gino Camilleri. It's a Monday edition of the show, guys, episode number one of five. Download it into your phone wherever you get your podcasts. We're available on YouTube as well throughout the week and on Twitter at LockedOnBirds, at DiBiaseLOE, and at gc 24 Underscore football, the Eagles have a big matchup against the Washington football team, a battle of two six and seven squads fighting for that final NFC playoff spot. And it was postponed. So we have Tuesday night football, Gino, for the first time since 2010 against Joe Webb and the Minnesota Vikings. Don't like bringing up that game, but that's the last time it happened. And tomorrow night, it is a huge Probably must-win game. I mean, you can get in. We're going to talk playoff scenarios today in segment two, but uh, this is as close to a must-win game as it can get with four games left. The Eagles kind of control their destiny if they want to get into the wild card, and it starts tomorrow night. Well, for somebody who likes college football as much as I do, I've been watching Maction on Tuesday since yeah. as long as I can remember, yeah. and it's one of the best days to watch football. And we grew up in a, a Mac, a Mac. Uh, oh, right in Buffalo. Buffalo, yep, exactly. UB. Yeah. That's a that's a great time of the day to have a football game. Seven o'clock Eastern on a Tuesday. You're just you get home from work. You're like, what? It's Tuesday. We're gonna turn on a football game. Well, hey, the NFL as crappy as it was for the Eagles, we're gonna get some entertainment on Tuesday. And Lou, you are spot on when you say this is a must win with the results mm-hmm. that came out of these games this weekend yeah. and potentially the game right now where the Vikings are leading. There could be a multiple way split at seven and seven, where the Eagles are at six and seven. If you beat Washington, you not hold the tiebreaker over a team like Atlanta. You hold it over the Saints, who currently hold that spot. The only mm-hmm. team that you don't have it over is San Fran. So if right. you could get at least three of those four that you have the tiebreaker over, you have a good chance to get in as long as you win, I say, three of these games and potentially that last one against Dallas. Yeah. But going into tomorrow, the Eagles, with as healthy as they are, you get Quez Watkins off of the COVID IR, which, which is a big is player to that. Yeah. It's a huge, huge addition for this team. Mm. This is a must win. To beat Washington and then go play them in two weeks on the road, get this win at home, handle your business, because you're right. going to go into that Giants game where New York is just – a mess at this moment. In well, time. they shut down Daniel Jones. So you're going to play Mike Glennon or Jake Fromm at that point. And so you need that momentum coming off of two weeks rest. Your quarterback's mm-hmm. fully healthy. There's no injury designation on Jalen hurts. The rest of the team outside of Landon Dickerson, who we will talk about landing on COVID IR. There's no excuses for this Eagles team. Washington right. is still banged up. These guys are just coming off of having the coronavirus. They're not going to be a hundred percent. There Mm -hmm. is no excuses, and I bet that building, the amount of motivation they have. They should be fired up. There should be nothing said coming out of that tunnel besides we know what to do. Mm -hmm. We know what we have to do. The future is in front of us, and I keep going back to this point, Lou. Rodney McLeod, Fletcher Cox, these guys that have been on the team, Lane Johnson, that have gone through these stretches, they know what they have now. The, The old adage that Malcolm Jenkins always said, 
they're all they got and they're all they need. That's it, man. Control your destiny and go win these last three out of four games. Yeah, I agree. And I think this is the more winnable game against Washington. You need to take advantage Mm -hmm. when you've got them. You know, Sunday would have been a lot easier considering Washington's situation. But um, although this game is postponed to Tuesday, they're still going to be missing a large portion of their core on both sides of the ball. And even the guys that Mm -hmm. are going to play, like if Taylor Heineke plays, he's not going to be at 100%, you know, with Kyle Allen too, depending on what the situation is. This is the game you need to take advantage of at home. You got to get this one because then, you know, you can get on a roll, right? You get this win mm-hmm. next week. You don't have to play Daniel Jones. You win those two games. Then that momentum carries over in that next matchup against Washington. But if you lose tomorrow, that's going to take a lot of air out of the sails, if you will. And so tomorrow is definitely a must win game. And although, you know, you win out, you control your destiny. Here's a look at the playoff scenarios for the birds. Like if they finish at 10 and seven, as you mentioned, they're probably going to get in because Mm -hmm. outside of San Francisco, they have the head to head on new Orleans, on Atlanta, on Carolina. At that point to clinch the playoffs at 10 and seven, you would need any of two things to happen. Minnesota loses just one time. Mm -hmm. Tampa Bay wins the NFC South. San Fran loses twice. The Rams lose three times. And then Arizona loses three times and fails to win the NFC West. So that is, to me, pretty doable. Like, I don't think Minnesota is going to win out. And so I think Tampa Bay is going to win the NFC South too, Gino. So uh, to Mm -hmm. me, you win out and you're probably going to make the playoffs. At 9-8, and you clinch the playoffs if any of these three things happen. New Orleans loses one time and they're not in a three-way tie with the Eagles in Washington. Or they lose twice. Washington loses twice, which... Hey, you play them twice, so you could handle that for yourself. Mm -hmm. Minnesota loses twice. San Fran loses three times or the Rams lose four times. So to me, you go three and one or four and oh, and I like their odds. I do. I do as well. And I I keep thinking back to when Mark Schofield came on the pod and he said he talked to somebody that said takes buy stock in Philadelphia. And Lou, we've been waiting for a stretch run where this team is healthy. They've Mm -hmm. never been this healthy down the stretch. And somehow still made the playoffs in 2018 (laughs) and 2019. And that's what I'm saying. We've been saying, oh, what would happen if 2018 was a full team? 2019, what if it was a full team? How how many more points could the Eagles have scored in the Super Bowl if they had a full team? I mean, they didn't even have the full roster when they beat one of the best. They got in in spite of it, but yeah, you wonder. I mean, 2019, I think about it all the time. It's like if they find a way to squeak out that win in Seattle and Lane Johnson comes back and Deshaun Jackson comes back, who knows? I mean, this team isn't at the same strength of those rosters, but yeah, I mean, at least they're healthy. And, and for the NFL's sake too, Gino, you want the Eagles to get in. You don't want Taysom Hill and the Saints, and you don't want no. the Falcons who have a minus 120-point differential right now in this. For the NFL's sake too, we want the Birds to get in. Yeah, we don't want Minnesota. And who, who wants to see Kirk Cousins at this point? Yeah, I, yeah. I want to see a team that if you break it down, eliminate the logos, and you just look at a blind resume – a team that has played close against some of the better teams in the NFL, even when they were blown out of games, they still were in these games. You could go back and look at the score against Dallas, Kansas City, Tampa Bay. They weren't out of those games for much outside of that Dallas game. Then they 
go on a stretch and they can finish nine and seven or nine and eight, right? Mm -hmm. And they have a good defense because they're going to have to win games with their defense moving forward. And their offense could score 30 points. Blind resume wise, I'm taking a team like that. And that's where Philadelphia is. They have the 30 point performances. They have the good defensive performances. If all of those parts start to click, that makes for a good playoff run. And right now, Green Bay is looking like they're going to get the one seed. Anybody in the two seed, Lou, is beatable. The Cardinals just lost to the Detroit Lions, who the Eagles smoked. Tampa Bay just lost to Taysom Hill. And Tampa Bay last year, the wild card. Last year, Tampa Bay in the playoffs, the closest game they had, well, obviously the Green Bay game in the NFC title, but like Taylor Heineke put Washington within one score at the end of that football game. So I'm with you. I don't think this is a, you know, even in 2018 and 2019, I didn't think this way, although it felt like it was an impossible scenario they pulled off. When they right. were in the playoffs, I thought they had a shot. This year, too, like they're they're not just getting in just to get in so we can buy a playoff shirt. Like I do think they have a legitimate shot because, as you said, the NFL this year is as close as I have ever seen it in my life. And the NFL has had mm-hmm. parity, you know, in the middle, especially throughout our tenure here at Lockdown Eagles and throughout our lives. Right watching football, but I have never seen anything like it this year. It is I can't so, get 2008 I mean, out yeah. of my head. It's right. like, just get this team in the playoffs. Yes, I and agree. Coming Especially from with the, where the we, blueprint. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, the blueprint. Exactly, Lou. Like you're on, the way you're this on the, team wins, you can teams are susceptible to that this year. That Yeah, you can run the football well, and you've been getting better at stopping the run. Mm-hmm. Teams, I mean, if you go on the road against any of these teams and you're playing – outdoors like if you had to go to Arizona that's a different thing but like yeah if you're playing the Rams and you're a team that plays in bad weather as it is and you get to travel to LA right you got to go January yeah if you got to go into Green Bay I mean you can pull off a 2019 Thursday night football strategy they usually play well in Lambeau outside of that game when Sanchez started a couple years back (laughs) they play well in Lambeau yeah you didn't I wasn't gonna let people forget that game as well which was also a disaster yeah that was bad that was bad but they've done well in Lambeau Mm -hmm. Field I'm putting this Eagles team as uh, it's a big if as long as everything is meshing but with with the health with the personnel getting back with the way that Uh, Nick Sirianni has been getting a hold on his offense and how Jonathan Gannon kind of has figured out this defense, still putting it together. But it just seems like they have this attainable goal ahead of them, Lou, where 2016, we were like, okay, once once they went down that stretch and they were just losing games, it was like, we're on the 2017. Mm -hmm. I'm not on to 2022 yet. We were just talking about wanting to talk about the draft prior to to, to hopping on this show. We, I don't even want to talk about the draft because we have so much in front of us left to play for in this season, which is one thing you and I did not expect, but we're playing yeah. with house money at this and point. And I'm glad that it's happening because it's a lot more fun to talk about it, you know, even Absolutely. though these scenarios are, you know, like I think it's very doable if you go 4-0 and or you go 3-1, and you know, mm-hmm. even at 8-9 and nine, you have a chance if a lot of things go right. You know, it's fun to just – you know, with four games left to still be in the conversation. Um, We'll see if they can take advantage and keep that rolling on Tuesday night against Washington. There are some updates on the state of the Eagles health wise on offense. Who's going to be in, who's going to be out. Gino and I will get into that coming up next right here on locked on Eagles. And guys, today's show is sponsored by boost mobile. You listen to podcasts for the power of knowledge. You switch to boost mobile for the power of saving money because with boost, you get the power of a free 5g phone. So you can listen to all the latest episodes, the 
power of three unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line so your family can harness all that brain power too. And the power of one of America's largest 5G networks so you can do it all at the speed of 5G. With all that money you'll save and all that knowledge you'll gain, just how powerful will you become? Switch to Boost Mobile and find out. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A32 5G when you switch to one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save. Boost Mobile. Disclaimer, free phone limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offer coverage not available everywhere or for all phones and networks. See BoostMobile.com for details. Guys, this is Locked On Eagles. I'm Louis DiBiase. He's Gino Camilleri, and we thank you for making Locked On Eagles your first listen each and every day throughout the week, Monday through Friday. Tomorrow, we've got the postgame show at night, right after the Eagles take on Washington. That game is set for 7 p.m. at Lincoln Financial Field. The game postponed because of a large number of players put on the COVID-19 list for Washington. Um, The Eagles did their part. That's why the players weren't happy. That's why the organization isn't happy. That's why a lot of franchises across the NFL right now are not happy. Seattle, too. Uh, They're going to be playing at the same time tomorrow against the Los Angeles Rams. The game was postponed, however, not forfeited, not forced to play. And now a look at the Eagles when it comes to their COVID-19 list. There were a couple notable names that went on the list this week on Monday and Tuesday. Uh, Geno Landon Dickerson and Andre Dillard placed on the reserve list. Overall, like the Eagles have done incredible with preventing an outbreak within this building. And it's incredible they're going to be at full strength tomorrow pretty much. You're going to get Jalen Hurts back. He was, as you mentioned earlier in the show, not on the injury designation. So this wasn't all bad that the game got postponed. Mm -hmm. But um, Landon Dickerson, he's on the list now, and he's been a big part of what you've been doing in the run game. So that's disappointing. And, you know, the game getting postponed didn't really help you in that way. The thing is, Lou, I I look at it and I I still say with all these guys that went through what they went through with the testing and they were in the the COVID protocol and just they have to be not 100%. This Eagles team, good for them for not getting anybody sick because Mm -hmm. now you can go into this game and your quarterback is fully healthy. Outside of your left guard, you have 21 of 22 starters going out there to play. And I was nervous that wasn't going to happen, man, because once you saw Dickerson and Dillard go on, I'm like, is Maialata next? Is Lane Johnson? Is Kelsey? But it looks like, knock on wood, but they're in the clear right now. Yeah, and tomorrow, Heineke or Kyle Allen still haven't tested out of the protocol. Montez Sweat just came off of the IR for his jaw. They just lost Chase Young. Jonathan Allen comes off the COVID reserve, their front is going to be susceptible to be banged up. And you could take advantage of them because your offensive line is better than the their defensive line. And their offensive line, which is good, just arguably lost their best player in Brandon Sheriff, who's out for tomorrow because he got put on the COVID-19 so, list. That, but that's my point. Is like postponing it didn't even help Washington. I just don't <laughs> yeah. understand the logic to it. But, you know, no, I've but I'm not going to that all day yesterday. <laughs> we can't make an excuse for how this team performs tomorrow. So we're going to see the true identity. Of them. Oh, if, sure. They're still at a significant adv- adv- um, advantage absolutely. tomorrow. Yeah, don't and get you, it twisted. You had, t- you had tweeted out that you hope to see that Jalen Hurts saved his best passing performance for when it mattered. That's what I want to see, man. Like, mm-hmm. it shouldn't be a Giants game. It should not even come close to what happened in New York a few weeks ago. And then this weekend when they play the Giants again, that is unacceptable if it were to happen. But against Washington, Lou where you have a full-strength team, 
you have the numbers on offense, you have the numbers on defense, go out there and punch this team in the mouth and make them look like the real-life verbal meme of Tyron Woodley laying on the mat after Jake Paul smoked him this weekend. Or Frank we Gore want- screaming when Darren Williams hits him into <laughs> exactly, the room. Exactly. We, I, I don't want an excuse. This is a divisional game against a team that there was more motivation than ever going into this game. You talk about rivalries not existing anymore, Lou. I think it's back in full swing after this whole forfeit, non-forfeiture postponement uh, pandemic that we have going on here because this team wanted to play Sunday. And let me tell you what, when you have it in your mind that you're playing a division rival Sunday for the playoffs and mm. you got to wait, it's like, a, it's like not feeding an animal. It's like, okay, they're going to get, they're going to get a little angrier and hungry dogs run faster. As we know, in Philadelphia, this team mm. is hungry, man. I, I can't even imagine that energy that is going through that building right now because these guys want it. They know what's ahead of them. They were ready to go on Sunday. They'll be ready to go tomorrow. And if they're not, we know who this team is. And yeah. that's and that's good. Either way, we're going to find out if they're good and they could still compete, or we're going to find out if they're the true team that we saw in all those games where they did look as bad as they did. Yeah, I think when it's kind of frustrating that Montez what might be back considering he was the first player to go on the COVID oh, list. I can't for Washington. wait for Jordan Mailata to dog yeah. walk that guy. He was Mylotta. unvaccinated. He was the first one on the list. And before that, Washington was pretty much controlling the cases in the building. It's not a coincidence to me that that's how the outbreak started. And so that's why I'm kind of frustrated he's going to be playing. But even though Sweat's could going to potentially return and Dickerson's going to be out. Do you know, I still think they have the advantage up front. Washington's defensive line right now is decimated and um, you've been able to overcome guard losses all year. It's kind of crazy, yeah. but Landon Dickerson is now, I mean, the fourth guard you've lost for at least a game this year, right? Brandon Brooks, Isaac mm-hmm. Sayamalu, Jack Driscoll played a lot of right guard this year. Now Dickerson, they've been able to overcome it. And why? Because I'm not saying guard doesn't matter, but when you're sandwiched in between Jason Kelsey and Lane Johnson or Jason Kelsey and Jordan Miles, it's a lot easier to overcome that departure. So I think they're going to still be okay. And especially with Jalen Hurts coming back, I mean, that definitely adds to it. And the thing is, Jeff Stoutland has been unbelievable at hiding those interior players. I know that at the tackle position, it's much tougher. You have more athletic players to worry about, but you could pull a guy out into space, pull uh, Suo Peta out into space, pull Nate Herbig out into space, just get them into the second level where they don't even have to go into the defensive linemen and let Jason Kelsey and let Lane Johnson and Jordan Miley, even three-fifths of that offensive line is still better than a majority of the starting offensive lines Mm -hmm. in the NFL if you were able to Well, Nate Herbig has played well all year, too. That's what I'm saying, Lou. They have a 10-deep squad on the offensive line that I'm willing to play any of these guys. And you mentioned that Andre Dillard is out. Well, they just signed LaRaven Clark to a contract extension. He should be active tomorrow. So they got their swing tackle. They have the reserve guards and the right guard and left guard. And if one of them goes down tomorrow, they just got Jack Anderson back, who's just one of the under radar names that they had on the practice squad. But mm-hmm. they continually fill this hopper of players on the offensive line where it's like, yeah, one guy goes out. Okay, I, I know Stoutland will be able to do his job. And all three of these running backs being back there, Lou. Oh, man, it's going to be cool to see what they could do with Sanders healthy, with Jordan Howard healthy, with Boston Mm -hmm. Scott mixed in there. It's going to be a nice combination of offense, and I really think that they could take advantage of them just with a lot of pre-snap motion and just getting the defense, who is going to be without all of their players, Mm -hmm. probably not fully unfogged from the whole COVID, and 
take advantage of it. And I really am expecting a lot from this team tomorrow. And I'm not saying overlook Washington, but this is a game where if you're not going in there with the mentality that it's a must win and you're going to die walking off of that field tomorrow, I, I don't know yep. what more you could say to get these guys hyped up. Like, let's go. We're sick of talking about this this game, Lou. We wanted it to happen yesterday. Yeah, yeah, I have fatigue for talking about Washington, and we're going to have to do it in two more weeks as well. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I agree. I, I think if one team can deal with this extended waiting period and still have the energy on Tuesday, it's Nick Sirianni's squad. So I am confident in that way. We'll get into Jalen Hurts returning coming up next. This is Locked on Eagles. Guys, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Before we come back, make sure you grab a snack to listen to this last part of the Lockdown Eagles podcast. And if you're grabbing a delicious snack around the holidays, make sure you grab one that tastes just as good as any holiday treat that you're going to have. My man Lou is showing off the Bilt Bars. We get them in the mail all the time. I order them to put them in people's stockings. I know my friends are asking Santa Claus to put some under their tree as well because they have all the great delicious flavors, the Cherry Barcia, Coconut Brownie. They're always coming out with the puff flavors that they have that are just unbelievable. The, the lemon cheesecake one was by far one of the best tasting ones I've ever had. It's a marshmallow on the inside, so you get the gooiness of the marshmallow. You get the candy exterior, and it makes you feel like a kid again around Christmas. Grab a cup of hot cocoa. Dip that built Bar in there. I take my mint brownie one. You want some peppermint flavor in your hot cocoa? Boom, dip that in there. You got a delicious holiday treat, holiday snack, and something that you could get for anybody in your family. If you like to eat them before you work out, like to eat them before you podcast, even just a quick snack in the morning, make sure you go to BuiltBar.com or Built.com. Use that promo code LOCKED15. That's LOCKED15 at BuiltBar.com to get 15% off your order and make sure you get somebody a good gift of Built Bar. You won't feel any guilt in giving it and you'll always feel amazing after you consume them. I'm telling you, they're just too good to pass up. Guys, today's show is also sponsored by betonline.ag. BetOnline has you covered all season, more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues the march to the playoffs, as do the Eagles. We'll have our LOE3 tomorrow night before the game. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at LockdownBirds for that. And make sure that you might head be over. A, a mega amount of picks tomorrow because yeah, of this delay. A lot we owe the picks. people. We owe I the agree. People. I agree. And make sure, too, you get your bets in at betonline.ag. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website site to sign up today and receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, to receive your bonus from basketball to football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. This is Locked on Eagles. I'm Louis DiBiase. He's Gino Camilleri. We're wrapping up a Monday edition of the show, a late Monday edition. We'll have a late Tuesday edition of the show as well. Some night podcasts as the Eagles play on Tuesday night. So head to adjust and do a little pregame show today. We'll have the postgame show tomorrow. Again, make sure you subscribe to Locked on Eagles wherever you get the podcast. And we're on YouTube as well. Um, Gino, uh, you know, we talked about Landon Dickerson being out. For this game on Tuesday, Andre Dillard also placed on the COVID-19 list. But for Washington, they lost a key offensive lineman as well in Brandon Sheriff. So 
it continues to look like the Eagles are going to have the advantage significantly when it comes to personnel available for tomorrow night, including their starting quarterback. And if the game was played on Sunday, this is the one benefit of it getting postponed. I think it might have been Gardner Minshew. There was, it didn't sound like Hertz was going to play, but especially too, because when you have, I said this on yesterday's show, when you have a quarterback that is so dependent on running the football and is not close to where you want him to be as a passer in the pocket, then at that point, you'd prefer Gardner Minshew because he's a better passer in the pocket right now. Um, but giving Hurts a couple more days has resulted in him not even being put on the injury list. And we said it on Lockdown QB1 um, last Friday that, you know, do, do you need Hurts tomorrow night to win this football game or to maybe even make the playoffs? especially next week against Mike Glennon or Jake Fromm and the Giants, maybe not. Like You might be able to get in with Gardner Minshew, but Jalen Hurts, again, it's why we wanted so many years for Carson Wentz to be the guy that takes you on this run because you want the guy that's potentially your long-term quarterback to be the one to take you on those runs because that's how you help build long-term progress with these playoff runs. That's why we're rooting for the playoffs because you want to see if Jalen Hurts is going to be the guy, this is where he's going to make his money. So it's really encouraging to see him on the field tomorrow night. And let's see if he can, I tweeted it out earlier today. Let's see if he can save his best passing for last, because these are the games. It's not going to negate the entire 2021 season we've seen so far, but if he saves his best passing for last, these final four games and they get into the postseason, these are the games we remember more than any. Just less than a week removed after the Eagles officially clocked in enough snaps from Carson Wentz to get that, First pick from yep. the Colts. Officially got three first-round picks next they year. Fi- they officially have three. Mm-hmm. So now we find our answer that we were talking about prior to the season when we yep. acquired these picks. One, do you use these picks to draft your quarterback of the future if you don't find out that Jalen Hurts is the guy? Or two, do you find out that Jalen's the guy and you use these picks to make your roster into something that you believe you can carry on for multiple years? I've heard just quiet whispers that the Eagles would be willing to move one or two of those picks to the 2023 class, Mm -hmm. which makes me think that Jalen Hurts might be getting another year. But at the same time, they also might be thinking that we could have something here for the long run in Jalen Hurts, who still would have two years on his rookie deal after this year. You still want to get these first-round picks. If you can move back and acquire even another first-round pick or maybe a first and a third in 2023, that's something that you could do because you have this optionality. And that all stems from Jalen Hurts playing his best football, which we will find out here in these final four games where you, one, have to see if you've drafted to beat your division. Two, you have to see if you can have a quarterback that can win you games when it matters. And three, do you get to the playoffs and those picks are far enough back where you're saying, okay, I'm willing to part with these picks because we could get more assets in the long run, which they did when they won the Super Bowl with that Lamar Jackson move, which inevitably came to give you Dallas Goddard, so on mm-hmm. and so forth. It's one of those things that Howie said prior to the year, it's going to give us optionality. And that's what I like with the progression of this season so far. And the final step, Lou, the Charizard evolution of this season is seeing Jalen Hurts take this team and make it his own down the stretch. I think, too, what I want to see tomorrow night with Jalen Hurts playing quarterback, 
I want to see Devontae Smith more involved, Gino. Yes, we'll see if please. Kendall Fuller is going to be involved in this game with Washington. Kendall Fuller, their top corner, was on the COVID-19 list. Um, I have not seen an update on Fuller. Just check, too. Mm-hmm. So we'll check back tomorrow and update you guys if Fuller is going to be playing. Because when you look at the status of Fuller being up in the air, we talked about the disadvantage Washington has when it comes to their defensive line against the Eagles' offensive line. Most people think, okay, perfect. Keep running the football. Keep doing what you're doing. But that's also going to give Jalen Hurts more time in the pocket as well, mm-hmm. more time to get your best playmaker through the air involved, and he needs to be more involved. Only 37 yards in his last two games for Devontae Smith. And yet, Gino, again, he's this is just shows how efficient he's been this year in the not limited targets, but very inconsistent, mm-hmm. you know, target share. He's still on pace to beat Deshaun Jack uh, Deshaun Jackson's rookie receiving record of nine hundred and twelve yards. Devontae mm-hmm. right now on pace for nine seventeen, and he could still cool. surpass a thousand yards if he averages seventy five receiving yards or more down the stretch. And I think that's a key tomorrow night too, is get Smith more involved because you're going to need that balance, especially if you get in the playoffs, you're going to have to throw the football. And I just, I want to see Devonte more involved in this offense. So I'm looking forward to seeing them get him more involved tomorrow. Might have to throw the football in a game in the year 2021, Lou. What a crazy Shocking. idea. Yeah, that is. No, but you're exactly right, man. You would want to see Jalen Hurts take advantage of those matchups as well, and it it bodes well. And I keep going back to this idea. Did you draft to beat your division? Devontae's not going anywhere. Can he beat these guys on the other side of the ball Mm one-on-one? That's what we want to see. He was able to do it against Dallas a little bit. A little bit. We got to see him step up the next time against Trevon Diggs. But here you go. If you get Kendall Fuller tomorrow, you got to be able to step up. Yeah, James Bradbury, when you go against the Giants, you just got to be able to win these one-on-one matchups. And it's going to come from the progression of Jalen Hurts, trusting his wide receivers and continuing to build with these guys. And it, I just want to see that 1% incrementally better tomorrow. And that's what we want to see. The rise of Jalen Hurts is by progressing game in and game out. It's been almost a month now since we've seen this kid play a game, Lou. He's got to come out high. That's right. He's got to be the one horse that's just sitting in the stable. He's just kicking everything. He's just going wild. He's like, just let me out, let me out. And then he runs for 112 yards against that banged up Washington front and just makes them pay and says, this is my, this is my wild card spot to lose. And we're going to take this and run with it. Enjoy the game tomorrow. It's a high stakes game. We're back with playoff implicating circumstances for the birds for the first time since 2019. It's going to be a big one. We'll have our post game show right after. So guys, make sure you subscribe to lockdown Eagles, wherever you get the podcast, we're available on, on YouTube as well and on Twitter at Lockdown Birds at GC24 underscore football and at DBLCLOE. Once again, guys, thanks for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Lockdown Bets your daily one stop shop for all gambling needs. Lockdown Bets hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. For now, though, I'm Lou DiBiase signing off for my co-host, Gino Camilleri. This has been Locked on Eagles. As always, thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening. And let's go, Bird.